0: Wow, I was trying to figure out, I'm looking at my board and they added some stuff and I'm like, what the heck is that? And then like, there was this red and thing and it was like showing a music symbol. So I wasn't like completely aware of all the, and I like caught my attention. I'm like, oh my God, what is that? I have absolutely nothing to say today. I just figure I have to do a podcast because I have to do a podcast and I'm home. And the weather's actually great. I need to charge my cameras up and get out to the range. I got a whole bunch of stuff to finish up, work on, close out with the year. But, you know, it's one of those things where I'm in the middle of the book edit. And so I got that going on. Book editing. I'm book editing. And um, so I'm putting all that together and sending chapters over. And then I got to put the images and stuff. Speaking of that, I want to talk about a cool thing um, Taylor got out back to me. Um, so we did all the stuff with Taylor and, and Treadproof and all that. So he's back in Alaska. Well, he has his original green notebook from back in the day. And he actually has the raid notes from 32 years ago, in April 18th and 88, when we took down the Iranian platforms, and he has like line by line, multi-page range notes on it, which was pretty cool because he even had like there was a page on me. He had my rifle serial numbers. He had all the you know like family contact information, social security. He had he actually has all my stuff. Um, you know, date of birth, social security. The guy can pretty much recreate me if he wanted to, and. It was just neat to read what it is, the 0500 chow, and like I could pull up some of the stuff. So basically, we had a 330 Reveille, we had 4 o'clock chow, and then 5 o'clock we drew our ammo. And what we did is, prior to drawing ammo, we had everything put into a sandbag. So my uh, loadout was already predetermined with my name sort of on it. So then when I had to go up to the armory, I just grabbed my sandbag and go. Then we had um, 730 lift off, 940 takedown of the uh, Sasan go plat. And this was the Sasan raid. There was seven platforms on it. And um, i tell you what, Mark's got nice printing, man. And then uh, at 1300, we finished in destruction of the go plat when they, you know, blew it up with the Bravo company, laid a bunch of explosives on. And then um, they had an EOD guy pull the blasting cap, you know, pull the time fuse, got a brown star for it. Go figure. Freaking gunny comes on, pulls the pin after everybody does all the work. We cleared it. We did everything. But then he has the loadout. We had two CH 46s, four Cobras, one Yui, 40 more Marines total on the assault. The Cobras had uh, Zuni 19s, four toes, and to capacity with 20 millimeter. And then after liftoff, proceed to rally position. Goplat was given a five-minute notice to evacuate before two destroyers began shelling. Iranians asked for more time because of lack of boat support. We granted it, and we had intel on the ZU-23s located on platforms one and seven. We actually took one of those ZUs back to North Carolina. If you're ever at Camp Lejeune, Second Marines, there is a 23-2 there that we put on there. He's got the destroyers that were doing the work. 976, the Merrill. In six, the McCormick. So we had the Marilyn McCormick with us. So that was all pretty cool. He actually had a printout of the, um, (laughs) he writes, I can't, I'm not going to repeat this, but he's got a, he's got an Islamic Islamic slur in his notes. It's pretty funny. I'm not going to say it because everybody will freak out, but he's got a page with the layout of the platforms and how they interconnect. Uh, we had real-time intel in the whole situation. But, yeah, he's got his book and he's got all the stuff. What is this page here? This is my page. Um, he's got uh, the the Frank L. Galley stuff. He's got my date of birth. He's got my uh, enlistment, my EAS, um, my rifle number, my meal number. Uh, no known allergies, and then he's got my contact with my dad and everything, and then he's got my PFT score, which is weird that he's got my PFT score in this page, but he's got he's got all kinds of Frank stuff, and then uh, what does he got going on here? Uh, Iranians leave by tugboat. We perceive uh, closer destroyer shell tugboat returns for more evacuees. We had guys that stayed, and then they ended up getting blown up with the tow missiles, but some guys stayed, some guys go. But we didn't run into everybody because uh, they were gone. And then it says tugboat returns for more evacuees. Shelling stops. We receive info on an F-4 launching from Bashir. Um, no threat because of F-14 support from Enterprise in Arabian Sea. Down in the Indian Ocean, we had the Enterprise. Shelling resumes. We receive intel that one Iranian has left aboard. He will defend himself. We continue to circle. yeah. That guy didn't didn't work out too well defending himself. He ended up in torching. Uh we're inbound. Cobra strafe and destroy with 20 millimeter and toes. Cobra's destroy platform two with a toe. That's when I was coming down. And uh it's burning. We have to fast rope onto platform three. That was really weird, man. And I was kind of seeing what was going on, so we had to shift over. Uh Hilo comes in too high initially. We fast rope onto deck. An ammo dump is burning on platform three. Rounds are cooking off, so we leave to platform one sooner than planned. It's all crazy, and then we have to search uh, platform uh, four, five, six, and seven with no incident. That's when I ended up with force recon and ended up splitting away with Mark. Um, so Mark and those guys in that video. There's a there's the video of this. That you don't see me in it, but somewhere there within the video, you can hear my voice because I'm actually hanging out down below with the Force Recon guys. And Mark and Primo and those guys and the other Marines were above when the filming was all taking place. But there is like a video of it. But it's kind of crazy, man, what's going on and finding this stuff and reconnecting that, you know, here it is 32 years later in his contemporaneous notes. Are are all right there. You know what I mean. He's got his real time notes from the raid. I remember just coming back and going to sleep. He must have wrote a book. So uh, pretty weird, man. What, what's going on there? I'm actually gonna bounce on and off a little bit. I'm cooking some ribs down on the grill. I got some slow cook, hooking up the ribs, making sure like the you know none of the grease will catch on fire. But it's down so I don't have a smoker, but I'm ribbing it. I'm ribbing it up right now. And I'm actually doing some pretty good in between doing the book stuff. There's some like really good discussions on Sniper's Hide going on. Although I'm going to clarify something for you dudes. I mean, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there because I've kept my my mouth shut pretty much all season since Shannon took over with the PRS shit. Dudes, if you guys go and have some kind of event, it gets zero fucking traction. Nobody gives a fuck. You guys go out and jerk yourselves off and and think you're, you know, all good. Great. Have a good time. Go do your thing, man. I get it. I get emails and texts every day about shit that goes on with competitions that I refrain from commenting on. But what happens is everybody's still overplaying Facebook in that game. Then they'll come over to Sniper's Hide and start a thread. Hey, what about this? And it's like, yeah, nobody really cares. And then it's like, Make up things to say, make up things to say, make up things to say, and it's in my feed. And finally, like, a couple of us come on and like, dude, we don't get it. It's a nothing burger. Nobody cares. You enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. Good for you. Go off and do it. But number one, if you're going to be a fucking cop shooter and you don't like what I have to say, then don't come to my website and bitch about my opinion and look for it. You know what I mean? I'm not coming into your house and saying shit. I'm not coming into your living room and talking smack. You're coming to me and I'm giving you my opinion on a situation as I see it, read it. I'm calling fucking balls and strikes, you spineless little fucking wimps, okay? I call balls and strikes, that's it. Then I get, why you gotta be so divisive? Why you gotta bitch? Why you gotta complain about it? Dude, I'm actually don't have to complain about anything. If you don't want my opinion... Don't bring it to Sniper's Hide. Stay the fuck off the website, okay? It's that easy. But when I see you pushing and pushing and pushing in like three days longer than it should have been on the first page of a conversation, you want to bump it back up and, oh, and start talking about little little minutiae drama that you had, well, then you're going to get an opinion back. That probably doesn't line up with your stellar assessment of what you did. Okay, you loved it. It's great. You guys had a good time. Good for you. Enjoy. Nobody's preventing you from shooting matches. Nobody's saying not to shoot matches. Nobody's getting in your space any which way. I'm not there. I'm not saying it. I'm not coming into your fucking living room And saying, no, 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 no. Or even better, my favorite, big. I'm not coming in your living room and go, I don't get it. And then when you come in mine and I go, nah, none of us care. And oh, you're divisive. Oh, it's like, dude, if you don't want that response, stay out of my house. Okay, I've done you the courtesy of not coming into your front yard and saying stuff. I'm not coming in and criticizing you in your space. So if you come into my space and you don't like my response, fuck off, leave, go away. Nobody cares. You won't be missed. My numbers are up. I just got new stats for October from Google. I'm almost 14% up again. Okay, I'm well over. Okay, I'm running into the half million unique users a month. Unique, half million. You're a fucking drop in the bucket. Nobody cares. Go to your Facebook group. Go talk to your echo chamber with your same 300 people. Nobody cares. But when you come to my house and you put out something for an opinion, if you don't like it, go away. It's that easy. We won't miss you. We don't care. And it's funny because you'll sit there and laugh. Oh, you know, the the fucking PRS guys want to run around and talk shit. But as soon as they get something they need to sell, where are they? They're on Sniper's Hide selling their crap. I, I, You know, I I may have to do a purge. A purge. I like what they got a purge series and a purge movie and a purge something else. I may have to do a purge. I may go through and say I know whose accounts are what. I know who's saying what and doing what. Maybe you need to go. Maybe we don't need to give you because really at this point it, it, it's it's become it's become a private joke. And I've seen it because you're saying it. It's like ha ha ha. You know, yeah, we don't like you, but we're using your website. It's like okay, I get it. You don't. You don't. And and this is that goes back to that idiot who wants to say you know I didn't build any of it. I didn't do, and if it wasn't for Jacob or George Gardner or this guy or that guy or a Lindy, you know, Snipers Hide wouldn't be what it is. Except here's the thing, dude. You're, you know, with your, which your influencer marketing and shit. It's like, you, you come on, you rewrite my history. Well, is the Everyday Sniper popular more so than any other precision rifle podcast because Mike? You could say that it was Mike's idea. Mike said, hey, ma'am, we need to do a podcast. I said, well, Mike, I really don't need another thing on my plate. It's Just one more thing I'm going to be doing that it'll end up being all on me. No, 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 we'll do it. OK, we got it. Then snipers hide. All those guys left. They went to Facebook. Okay, cool. You use Sniper's Hide to the nth degree to make your businesses and to do what you had to do. As soon as we did a little shuffling around and some, you know, moving some things, trying to make things better, you jumped ship. You went to Facebook. Okay, cool, dude. Go go enjoy Facebook, right? You know, I'm staying in my house, you know, but now it's like, well, Sniper's Hide is more popular today than it was back then. I got bigger numbers today than I did back then. Pre-scout, bigger numbers today than prior to scout. Is that going to be based off of what George Gardner did on the site or what Jacob did or what Lindy said? Hmm, they're not on. Yeah, they pop in every once in a while, barely, not Lindy or somebody, but you'll see George every once in a while throw a note up there or they'll send one of his guys to post stuff because he'll still contact me. Hey, I got a scope deal. I got this deal. Can I post it? Of course you can. But to take all the credit away when, gee, there's one common denominator with all this stuff. Like the one dude saying, well, you got such a big voice. Why do you got to be so divisive? Well, I'm calling it like I see it. It's balls. It's strikes. Okay, I'm playing, you know, what do I observe? What am I looking at? How does that affect what we're doing? Well, I say it. I'm talking, right? You're listening to the podcast. You're listening to me rant about this shit. But if you don't like what I have to say, go away. Log out. Don't come back. Don't try to sell your shit. Don't try to do this or try to do that. Just go away. I don't care. I don't need you there. You're not going to make a difference in the big picture of things. I'll get some new people to replace you in a minute. But stay off my site if you don't like my opinion. Holy cow, man. Is it that hard? Speaking of that, I just want to say we're over 800,000 downloads. 800,000. Okay? 800,000 downloads. How cool is that? Oh, hang on. I got to go do some stuff really quick. All right. Am I back on? All right. I had to flip my ribs, man. I had the, the timer went off and stuff like that. That's all I'm saying, man, is... There's certain things that are being done that are of limited interest to people, okay? We get it. It's not our thing, it's your thing. Cool, nobody cares, man. That's the thing. None of us care. So don't come on and give me lectures that I'm being divisive, because of my reach, I should be more supportive. Fuck that. What contrib- Why would I give any positive contribution to someone that don't want it that has no respect for what I do or what I've done, right? I'm gonna rant now. See, I got wound up. But why would I give anyone help? Because people are like, where's your solutions? Well, there's tons of solutions. I post them all the time. That range officer versus observer, right? How to fix their RO problem, embed somebody with the squad, do all this. There's things you can do that we've talked about. Okay, there's other solutions and things that we've looked at. You know, there are ways of fixing things if you open your eyes and you're open to it. However, most are not open to the, the the fixes as put forward, or they don't feel they can do it, or they don't, you know, they have a whole varying shifting degree of I can't do this, I could do that, I can't do this, I could do that. Whatever. Man, it's their thing. I'm not playing in that pond anymore. Okay. And and somebody says, you know, and it's funny because they're like, well, gee, every time uh, you go to a match, you have a good time. Well, yeah, I'll have a good time at a friggin' funeral. You know what I mean? I'm that kind of dude. I like having a good time. I go out and I go above and beyond trying to have a good time at things. But I also pick and choose where and who I go with. There's certain people. I don't want to be around, okay? There's certain situations I'm not going to put myself in, okay? You know, so it's like, yes, I'm going to go where I'm going to have a good time, and I'm going to make me have a good time. But does that mean, you know, I'm going to go to every single match and have that same good time? No. But I'm smart enough to pick and choose where I'm going to go and who I'm going to go with and under what conditions I'm going to operate, All right. You know, I had a better time at rifles only just being down there and hanging out in the middle of everything that was going on versus shooting. I had a terrible time shooting. I had things going wrong. My head wasn't in it. I was in a bad space mentally. But being down there with certain like minded people and certain things that went on, I enjoyed myself. Okay, going with Adam to steal Safari. Yes, I enjoyed myself. I had minimal interaction with people. I liked that. I liked the course of fire. I liked the way it was set up. And I enjoyed myself because I put myself in a position with somebody that would have the same amount of fun as me, and we would both enjoy ourselves. So it, it's not a case of, you know, w- w- just because you had a match, that means it's going to be enjoyable to me. No, there's a lot of people out there. I just don't want to be around anymore. They know who they are. They're the beaters and the users that are out there. They're the ones who were all over the place back in the day. And then as soon as it became advantageous for them to go and to go play Facebook or go do something else, they were gone. And then they completely, you know, then they rewrite history and forget about all the stuff they did on the site, how they built things and did, you know, what was going on, where things were discussed and created you know, so there's all that kind of crap. And and so it's it's like, yeah, okay. You know, the why do I want to hang around people like them? They've showed me their true colors. I don't like them. Will I be cordial to them? Absolutely. When I go to a competition, I'm not going out in public to start fights with people. But you know where to find me. You know what's going on. I've had people come up to me like the pinch stuff and, uh, you know, conf- confront me. I don't shy away. I'll stand there. I try talking to him even longer at the time. Guys, you know, ambushing me at my gear comes up. Why the fuck am I here? Well, I'll tell you why I'm shooting a match. I'm friends with that guy and that guy. I don't know who you are. I don't care who you are. I've never mentioned your name prior to this. Whatever. It's like, dude, I get it. It's your thing. You're into it. Nothing I say ever has prevented you from going to a match and shooting it. Nothing I say does anything, you know, once you're there on the range and what's going on. The screw-ups that happen, the NDs, not my fault. You know, the stuff that you're pissing people off and that you're fighting and this and there's some drama going on at any given weekend, not my fault when I'm not there. Now, if you want to bring it to Sniper's Hide and I'm going to comment on it, well, then whose fault is that? Again, if you're one of the comp guys if you don't like my stance on what you know what's taking place in the competition world, stay off Sniper's hide. It's super easy. Stay out of the PX, stay off and out of the discussion areas, log out, go to Facebook and you can talk smack all you want. Nobody cares. Okay? You can say whatever you want to say about me all day long, this and that, and unless somebody tags me, odds are I won't see it and don't care. Okay, that's it. And usually I'll get the screenshot and the text, but unless I've been tagged, chances are I'm not going to come in and say anything. You know, it's almost only when I get tagged that I might come on and say something, just to depend who it is. Usually I'll say something if it's somebody who has taken advantage of a situation prior, like I mentioned using the website, who suddenly today has amnesia. The amnesia guys will usually get a response. Yeah, dude, you are one of the biggest offenders. You're this, that, and the other thing, and now you want to play your moral high ground? Okay, dude, let's talk about that. Well, then that might happen. But most cases, I'm keeping my mouth shut. I haven't said anything all season. And trust me, I've gotten the texts and the emails and the pictures and the stuff. I just say, hey, go tell the director. That's my. That has been my answer. When I've gotten drama-related texts and images and things of stuff that's happened at the match over the last season. Go see the match director, not me. I'm not the complaint department. I get it. I act like the complaint department. People contact me as if I'm the complaint department. But it goes no further than me when you complain to me, especially now. I'm only bringing this up. Because I had the divisiveness and the where's my solutions and why am I commenting and why is it a nothing burger? Because it was. Nobody cared. Okay? I get it. It was a big deal for a few, but nobody cared outside of that tiny circle. We're talking like decimal percentages of a percent. You know, we're talking like 2% of 1%. You know, 60% of the time, it works every time. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, I don't know. I just wanted to rant about that because I find it ridiculous. But there's some interesting kind of academics. Somebody was asking about, um, I'm having that conversation right now about exact zeros and, you know, can your zero be off? And, what's and yeah, you could in a, in a certain match. They don't have uh, paper in most matches anymore. So being, like, dead on with paper... At 100 yards isn't necessarily a monster requirement because most guys are shooting steel. However, there is a fluctuation and, and Morgan from down in South Texas there shoots rifles only all the time. I think his kind of comment is, the, is one of the better ones out there because it's it's the, the understanding is that zeros are linear. And, and, and changes in zeros just move in a straight line. And they really don't. There's a lot of fluctuation and variation, either through shooter environmentals or conditions, whatever the case may be, that may move a zero. Okay, but like Morgan had a great uh, a piece of advice. Like when you're checking your dope and you're going out to dope something, right? Before I dope a rifle out to distance, I'm going to double check that zero. I want to make sure the zero's good, everything's reset, I'm zero, zero, and I got a good, solid, mean line zero where I want it. Then I'm going to dope the rifle out. And what Morgan is saying, which is a good point, is at that point, don't check zero anymore when you go shoot the match. Don't don't play with it when you get to the range. Basically, the advice, what they're looking at is, should I be checking zeros when I show up at a match? And I might do it just because I feel guilty about not doing it, but I can't remember the last time I actually had to adjust something when I got to the match, okay? I can't I can't quite, like Gary's uh, last year was the only one I can remember because I couldn't do the rifle and dope it out here because of the wind, right? When I had the Valkyrie and the 88 showed up and my zero I knew was off, I had the 18 to 24 mile an hour winds, I had a point, Eight error in zero. Point 0.8 huge right so there's that well in that case yes I did dope my rifle and I checked it and did everything else like that but unless I like have a whole day and I'm shooting and I'm bored and I kind of like adjusted for it like hey I'm gonna go a day ahead of time I'm gonna get there early like um you know I, I moved scopes when I went to th- uh, team challenge so I swapped scopes. All I did was check zero when I swapped it because I knew it was not zeroed when I got there because I pulled off the night force and I popped on an ultra short, right? So I knew I had to check that zero at Team Safari. But otherwise, I don't really check zeros like that, you know, because I'm using good equipment. Nothing should shift, especially airline-wise. Dude, if your shit's shifting on an airline and for travel because of your case or in the case, that's something weird. Usually if there's a bigger shift, our equipment is so good nowadays and you're buying tactical rifles and you're spending the money you're spending, so you're not chasing zeros. So it can go through a little bit of, you know, rough and tumble, bouncing around in the case and all that stuff. That's why we spend the money we spend because you want that bulletproof, you know, equipment. So... If I put a rifle in a rifle case and fly to somewhere and I know everything's good, there's no reason for me to check it. I'd only check it because everybody else is shooting and why not shoot it? It's just, you know, whatever. And and, and there can be some weird light conditions, like we brought up Snell's Law and some of the things, but there are some really, really good discussions going on on Sniper's Hide right now. I mean, it's, it's actually been, you know, really positive in a lot of ways. Uh everything that i'm reading on there and and it to me getting rid of the trolls getting rid of some of the people that just want to well, why are you saying that you know that kind of crap it it helps man and so there, there's definitely you know something to it it, it it's it, it's it, i don't know i just i, I don't I, I i'm kind of lost with the whole thing i had really nothing to say like i said and i just wanted to go and um you know, kind of cruising and, and but it just aggravated me that yesterday when I was online kind of talking and going back and, and I really kind of went in and said, I ah, didn't see anything big about it. It was kind of lame it fell flat, nothing burger. Then two pages later, it's still going and, and they're like inventing shit. Oh, what about when I did this? And it's like, dudes, shut up. Nobody cares. And then, you know, when you tell them that, uh, Oh, I got a text. Oh who texted me? Um so anyway, it, it, it's it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna, you know, air your feelings and what happened and all this stuff and, and, and you're gonna expect some negativity to come in or somebody to like troll you a little bit. But like I said, man, if you come into if you come into my house and you don't like my opinion, don't come over no more. Don't come over. Stay home. Go to your own place. Make your own. That's all. Make something. Build it. They'll come. Maybe. You know, Kevin Costner. If they build it, if I, how's it go? If I build it, they will come. Not always, but sometimes they build it and nobody comes. It happens. Anyway, so that's where I was. But, uh, hey, so I want to kind of follow up on some of stuff. Um, the stuff. Uh, the I got the written going to be going on now. I, I've kind of played scope shuffle here a bit. A bunch of scopes went back. I sent another one going back today. Uh, I got a Night Force or Schmidt going back today. Uh, this Night Force got to go back. So maybe I'll box both of them up at the same time um, and send both of them off. Uh, but it, it's just one of those things, man, I'm I'm in shuffle mode. I gotta I gotta charge up a bunch of batteries, and then I'll be able to shoot some videos and stuff like that. I gotta I'm gonna I got one more trip. I gotta go to California. I gotta go see uh, the Disneyland thing or something. I'm going to California for Veterans Weekend week or week something like that. I'll be in LA um, next week, and so I'm going to Disney. Go see the Star Wars stuff. Go see some of the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be up in LA if anybody's around there. Uh, the 11th, I think, is the Disney day, so we'll be at of Disney all day on the 11th or something like that. But um, the 12th is pretty open. I'm supposed to go see Jim at Prime, but I don't think I'm getting a rental car, and I don't know I'm going to have what a car right now, so I may have to grab a rental car like that morning or something and then possibly go uh, up to see Jim. He's like two hours away, I think, from Prime. I did see there's Prime 6 Creed more or at least pictures of it running around the internet. Um, I've been out of pocket, hadn't talked to anybody, but I did notice some 6mm Creedmoor Prime in the wild. Whoa. Like I said, once I get back from the trip, I'll have now until SHOT Show to kind of get doing things. I'm not going anywhere. And the weather's been pretty mild. I'm not sweating the weather kind of deal uh, at all. So I'll be doing that stuff. But... um. Yeah, man, six Creedmore Primes on its way. It, it looks like it's going to be uh, heading our direction pretty soon. Usually that doesn't take too long. However long it's going to take Spark and Peterson and those guys to spin it up, that's going to be pretty much it is is what's going to go on with that. But uh, going back to the dope and the different things, man, um, you know, that we're talking about, check your zero, confirm your dope, leave it. That should be good for everybody, okay? Um, I'm not going to read. Oh, uh, speaking of, I'm going to kind of end this one short a little bit because I got food cooking and different things going on. I got to do some more of the book stuff and edit. But um, a couple things. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking to the Savage people. So if you're listening, it'll come another day later. But uh, I do have an in to talk to the Savage guys. Um, Coming off the heels of the MDT, thanks to everybody at MDT, uh, Kyle and Martin. For uh coming on and doing the podcast. Somebody asked about the uh length to pull on stuff. They do make smaller length to pull stocks you can get now. Where the MDT stocks were longer. I forgot who mentioned it, but I'll read it tomorrow. Um and 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 then uh what do you call it? Um then the uh they do have shorter stocks that you can get. Speaking of that, who's the friggin' I got the trolls coming on the Podbean app now? Some dude trolling me. It's like, dude. If you don't like me, and you're going to come on the app and troll me, don't listen. You know, trying to play games and shit. Or you're not an alpha male. You're just a, you know, whatever. Little man syndrome. Napoleon, whatever he tries to say. It's like, okay, yeah, so I guess none of that Marine Corps makes you alpha. You know, all the things you didn't do, dude. You're probably the fucking lamest guy on the planet who didn't do shit. All the things you didn't do that I did... That probably makes you an alpha for, for picking and choosing and me, for do, me, me silly for doing it, right? I love these guys, man. So threatened by my size. It's like you wish you did half of what I did. Half. And you didn't even do that. And I'm half your size and half your weight and have twice the success. Damn, that's got to suck to be you. That's got to really be bad. It's a a lesson to you kids. Okay, if you're a kid now out there listening, the the, the big bully guy, the guy who's like thinking he's all that shit, he's the first one who's afraid to do it. He's the one that's not going to step up. Okay, when I was in high school, I was the first one to enlist in the Marine Corps and do all that shit. Okay, I went in before most of them. You know, one of the only ones In, in my class anyway. It's the big dudes who want to talk and act all tough and kind of throw their size and weight around a little bit. They're not really the doers. You know what I mean? The doers are the dudes who've tucked their chin, put their fucking nose down, and just go do it. You know, it's it's the, it's the the, hey, man, I'm not going to just talk about it. Because I did do a lot of talking when I was younger, how I wanted to be in the military and that stuff. I went and did it. So if you want to come on the podcast and troll me, Dude, I'm just getting to blocking you down the way, man. It's like, why waste your time? You know what? I'm I, I'm I'm farting in your general direction. It's it's in laughing the whole way. You, you 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 can say whatever you want. The reality does not fit your narrative. You know. Plus, Napoleon was cool as shit. Napoleon had, you know, hot chicks, he's controlling a country. Yeah, you know there was Walker. Walker ran Nicaragua for a while. He was 5 foot 4. Audie Murphy, most decorated soldier World War 2, 5 foot 4. Guess he's not alpha. He's probably got short man syndrome too. You know, although he was an all-shucks guy. It's the Bridgeport versus Birmingham, man. The NASCAR dudes, think about this. Joey Logano, right? Pushing and shoving all last week. They're all talking smack about Joey Logano. Joey got in a shoving match with Denny Hamlin. Joey's this, Joey's that. Fucking Guinea from Connecticut, dude. Same thing. It's like he's really tall, though. Right? And, and, And it's like, so... Here he is from Connecticut, an Italian dude from Connecticut who's racing and doing this shit. He's a champion, won last year, the whole thing, right? But they still want to bitch about Joey because he'll go in and, and step up. You know what I mean? Push you back and do whatever. And it's like he's got to watch his back now. And then it's like whatever, dude. Why does like why is it a Connecticut Italian from Connecticut thing? We must be real jerks. <laughs> You know, big-time freaking idiots, man. I got to ask the Scallywag crew. I'm going to go down to, uh, like, uh, uh, Westside Lumber over there and go talk to the Scallywag crew and say, Hey, Scallywag, why why is everybody not a fan, man? I, like I said, if I was from Birmingham and not Bridgeport and I was all shucking it a bit, oh shucks, guys. We should go out there and shoot ourselves a little bit of good stuff. James, fuzz is shaking she's here shaking. I had to give him a shot. He had to go Sunday to get a uh, shot for his allergies. He was shaking bad. He had itchy he had itchy biz happening. But anyway, it's like, you know, if I was all shucking it. Oh, shucks. Shucks, man. Why don't we just go for the kids? I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm out here doing it for the kids. You know, I, I want to make sure the kids are taken care of. The children's. It's, it's all about the children's. You know, fuck you pay me, but it's all about the kids. The kids, we're doing it for them. You know, I want twice as much money as everybody else, but I'm doing it for the kids. And and it's like, if I was doing that, then, you know, it would be, it's like, oh, Frank's so cool. He's so down. He's so humble. He's so this. He's so that. But I'm like, F you. I'm from Bridgeport. Fuck off. And it's like, nobody likes it. Everybody's all mad. Brr, why does he say that? Why is he go? And, and this was the thing that cracks me up. And, and the dude said it yesterday. Again, this cracks me up. This is going to be like a funny podcast because I'm just ranting around. All right. He's like. I agree. And, and they say this every time. Is it like it must be out on Facebook or something because they use the same damn line every single time. It's like, I agree with what you're saying. I just don't like how you say it. So I need to develop a Southern accent. Got to work on my Southern. I need to get Southern. I need to be from, I'm from South Connecticut. Doesn't that count? You know? I'm from Fairfield County, which is in the south. But I need to be from like southern Denver. I am kinda south. No, I'm north. I'm on the north side, northwest. Damn, I'm northwest Denver. I talk just I talk northeast, not northwest. I should be moved to the east side, not the west side. I'm on like northwest, not north south. Anyway, I need to I need to learn some all shuckins. I need to be like aw shucks, man. You guys are just doing so good out there. You're just like the best. I love everything that you do. You know, I, I feel like I feel like that that you guys are doing it so good. I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest you do anything to make it better. Just keep doing what you're doing. It seems to be working. You know, it's so good. Everybody just loves it. And and, and that's not I, I gotta figure out a southern accent, man. It's like wow, how can I get that accent? You know? But anyway. And then, oh, what was I watching yesterday? And there was something with that. Oh, Eddie Murphy Dolomite. That was funny as shit. So was, Dolomite. <laughs> on Netflix, man. That, that dude cracks me up. I, like, I watched the old Eddie Murphy Raws, man. I remember being in Korea and like Delirious was on everywhere. You know, we'd be coming in and out of camps and the air wing always had TVs and shit with VCRs and they'd be watching Eddie Murphy and stuff back in the day. So that was kind of cool. But anyway... I don't know. I'm just kind of sad. I'm just kind of on a rant because I was online all day yesterday. Uh, you know, I wasn't doing a whole lot, just kind of getting into the conversations in the sniper side forum and then to be lectured about my opinion and, you know, why do I got to be divisive? Why do I got to go and do this? Why can't I just be, you know, why can't I pat everyone on the back and tell them they're doing a great job? Because I don't see it that way. And it's like, you know, if you do a good job, I'll say it. Hey, man, I did what you did there. I like that. I enjoyed that. I say it all the time. But when I call balls and strikes, if I call the ball or a strike and you don't like it. Sorry, man. It's just the way it goes. Can't watch every game and every race and everything and agree with the refs all the time. You know, and I don't know. I kind of have more experience than some of you. Yeah, I've been there. I've done it more than once in different places. So it's kind of like, you've been to what? Where? How? And now you want to tell me? Nah. i probably a bit narcissistic. Who knows? I, I need to, what we need to do is have like some, uh uh like over the phone internet, like, you know, um, shrink stuff. I, I, I need to get shrunk. Get my head shrunk. That's what I should do. I go get my head shrunk. And then I can get a... a dialogue coach or dialect right i need a dialect coach get my head shrunk then i could be all shucking it and i'll be super positive i'll be like fuzz you're the man fuzz i love fuzz fuzz is like a good dog and he likes to chase a stick and he loves his stick and then i throw ball and he gets the ball he says well i like a ball he wants his ball right now he has a football and i throw it and he catches it so anyway (laughs) now that's all I got like I said, I, I and I don't want to read the stuff. I'm going to read that after, but I do have Savage coming on. If you do have a comment, you got like 24 hours when you start hearing this to get any Savage comments you want, or go on to Sniper's Hide. I'll read them there. Go in the Everyday Sniper of uh section, the Everyday Sniper podcast section on Sniper's Hide. Then. Um, you can go make a comment if you want to go to Savage because I'll read that one. Also, just a quick update with the website and stuff. Uh, doing some work, doing some house cleaning, getting ready. I'm ordering Everyday Sniper Podcast uh, patches right now. Those are just going to be giveaway. I'm not mailing patches out. That's too annoying. But I'm going to have patches and things for classes and for different locations. When you see me, I'll have them. I'll probably have some at SHOT Show. But I did order patches today. And then I ended up uh, going to an enhanced search engine for the site. So, forum search engines generally suck really bad. And you can't search three-letter words very well. And, and that's a bitch. Because 308, you know, uh, it doesn't search three letters. It, you need, like, four for something to, to, to operate. And... Um So the the three-letter stuff, I ended up getting an enhanced search engine that now works. So we have like a bulletproof, really great search engine on Sniper's Hide that you can use. And you just use the regular search engine. We already did it for you. It's been done in the backside. So just use the normal search, and you should be able to find much more information when you're looking for it. Uh, The site has been indexed. Everything's good. It's a much, much better engine. So I updated that. I got to update the um the the software stuff. I'm doing an update over the next couple days and and so all that stuff's happening. All right guys, I'm going to end it short. I did my mini rants, man. That's it. Like I said, dude, if you don't like what I have to say, don't listen. Go somewhere else. I don't care. I'm fine with it. I, I I'm I'm super happy if you have a place you your own echo chamber. It's this is mine. Go get yours. I have an echo chamber. I get it. You have an echo chamber although I get beat up on my echo, in my echo chamber more than most people uh, I'm self-deprecating there and most guys will pile on me pretty hard. Anyway, it's funny um, especially the midget porn stuff. the midget porn stuff is good. And then um, yeah, man, just go get your own. That's all. I'm not like I said, it ain't evil. I don't know who you are or what you are until you come on and get in my face and blah, 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 blah bitch you know but it's like go to your own. There's plenty of space in the world. You can go in your corner. I'll stay in mine. You know, it's only when you cross into mine, then you put up with my opinion. Right? I I don't, I don't, I don't hand deliver it to your house. You actually go and get it. Remember that. Okay. I'm not delivering it. You're picking it up. Just a thought. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Uh, get your Savage questions in. We're going to be talking to Savage per- tomorrow. And then I'll get that up for like Thursday, Friday. Uh, we'll have that up. But uh, yeah, anything going on, man, just let me know. But check out site Forum. There's some good stuff going on there. Check out what's happening, um, you know, online. Uh, plenty of discussion. I know Jim Fish has put some different articles up on the homepage. So we've been adding articles. Mark's cumulative errors are cumulative error. His weaponized math is up there. So on the front page, homepage of Sniper's Hide, there are some articles being popped up. I'm still writing for Gun Digest. There's articles there that I put out. I got the book I'm editing right now. That's going to be coming out. So we're busy. And, you know, we're just filling in this stuff. And then we got you guys with the Everyday Sniper Podcast. Love your listening. Thank you for this stuff. I want to get up. I'm pretty getting pretty close to 4,000 um, subscribers, man. We need to do a subscriber push. I may give away something. Uh, I got you know what I found some stuff down in the garage and everything. I may do kind of like a spillover frank giveaway and 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 it might be pretty cool for a couple people. so uh maybe we'll do a a subscription run where if I get to four thousand I'll pick a I'll pick a subscriber and, and and win a prize, man. you know I got like I said, the patches are coming. I got the stickers. I got some bigger items here that i'm I'm probably gonna let go. Stuff that was used once, never used again. Hey, you guys want it? I don't. Here you go. So something to think about. Let me know your thoughts, where you're going. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the Everyday Sniper Podcast. And enjoy. Woo! 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 There he is. Good job, Buzz.